Al, it is the the Valentine's season. It is. Romance is in the air. Romance is in the air. You can go to build a bear and get your adult build a bear bear. What? Love is in the air. <laughs> I bought some Valentine Skittles for myself. Oh, nice. I'm going to eat every single one of them. Nobody else gets my Valentines. Great. I am my own Valentine. What about the the kitties? Well, they can't have Skittles, but I'll give them some wet food Fair. as a Valentine present. Bisk. Bisk. That's how they react to that. <laughs> Good boys. Anyways, hello. Welcome to this week's episode of the Seasonal Anime Checkup OVA. It's a podcast where we have conversations about video games, anime, and manga. Hello, I'm Jared, joined as always by Doc Howe and Ladium. Hello. This is episode number 268. And Al's going to talk about an Otome. We were so close to being a nice podcast, but alas. It's next week. Next week. When we talk about that Nintendo Direct next week, yeah, it'll be very nice. Nice. Whatever dumb things they show at that and where everyone gets mad at for whatever reason. Because uh, people get mad at everything. Where's the Zelda? Where's the Mario? Where's, Where's the, the Mario Metroid? Kart? Where's insert other franchise here? <laughs> What's all this other junk? The, the, the Hollow Knight sequel. I forget what it's called. Silk Song. Yeah. I, I think that's what it. Oh, no. Everybody gets real mad about that one. Is that a sequel? I thought it was just like an expansion. I, I don't know. I don't. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> don't ask us. I just. <laughs> everyone talks about it. Everyone talks about it. I just assumed it was some kind of like sequel. I don't know. Either way, yeah, we'll talk about that next week and whatever they announce. Less love will be in the air. Mother 3. Nice. I mean, it will be kind of in the air because it'll be the day after Valentine's Day when we record, most likely. True. True. But. That'll be, that'll be when all the cheap candy's on sale. Ah, sweet. That's the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either way, Al, you got an Atome to talk about. Yep. And you're going to talk about it. So, there you go. I'll see you next week. No! <laughs> no, you can't just leave. You gotta participate. I was gonna do a solo show this week. No, come back. I guess I'll come back. I need you. <laughs> yeah, you made me pull up this character page. I did. With all these characters. I want you to know who I'm talking about. There's way more characters on here than I would have expected. Yeah, there's a lot of characters. I mean, you obviously don't date them all, but. Right, right, but I would have expected, like, <laughs> they're showing you, like, characters. It would just be like, here's the main protagonist, and then your dateables, and then that's it. Who cares about anyone else? Well, here's the thing, and this is something that I mentioned briefly before we started recording. By the way, uh, the, the game is Dairoku, Agents of Sakuratani. If you didn't read the title of the episode, then e- yes, that is the title <laughs> of the game we're talking about this week. Yes, yes, yes. Um, this feels a lot more like a, a like fun slice-of-life game than like entirely Atome straight up. So like you get to hang out with a lot of these other characters just like all the time. And so it's not just like you hanging out with the romanceable dude and like that's it. So that's fun. It's it's kind of nice. So you like get to see like some of what her life is like and what some of these these uh mythical beings are like in their everyday lives and stuff. Does that make it less full of drama or is it like still that same kind of level or is just, but with like, you know, 
more chillness scattered throughout. So there is some drama. Right. I mean, of course there would have to be. Yeah. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of like goofiness and silliness and like, oh, I'm going to go hang out with like this part of the, 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 um, Sakuratani, the, I forget what the freaking dudes are called. Ayakashi? Ayakashi? Hang on. I'm going to click story and they, that'll help me tell you. They're otherwise known as the Ayakashimori? They're the ones who take care of the Ayakashi. Aha. They, hang on. It says down here as well. The Ayakashi. Okay. So Ayakashi. Not... It just wasn't bolded like the other word was. So I was like, <laughs> Ayakashi. That's it. Hey, that's in there. That's got to be it. Non-human existences. Um, see, I help. I help. You did. You you helped so much. All right. See you next week. No. Stay. <laughs> Stay. Um. So yeah, like you've got these different districts that are run by the the different shires, um, which are mostly the datables, except for in one instance. Well, two instances technically. Um. But I mean, you just like go and hang out with with pals and check in on things and you're like the whole big plot of the story is that you're running an event for the the the, the dudes the uh ayakashi um you're running like a big festival like a sports festival or like a um, like there's like fighting game tournaments and sumo and drinking contests and fashion <laughs> contests and stuff like that that like that's that's the crux of what you're doing in the game so you have to like talk to people to see like what what do you actually want to do what what in this event are you looking for so i'm here for the fighting game contest and the sumo (laughs) cool i mean like i'd be into that uh (laughs) so yeah that's that's a big part of the game and um it comes up in all of the routes obviously but um it makes it less full-on Atome-y and, like, more, hey, how are we going to make this thing fun and eventful and get people to not hate us? So, yeah. Um, I guess, like, to, to break down the basics, um, Shino, Shino Akitsu is, is your main character if you go with the default name. Um, and she has been able to see things her whole life, but her grandma told I would hope so. <laughs> um, otherworldly things. Um, okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Supernatural things, and she was told by her grandma as a child, like, hey, maybe don't tell people that. And it's, that's a good idea. Just keep that to yourself. Um, so you, you start the game, and she's going to, like, a government agency interview process like one of those group interview things mm-hmm. um and at one point she's on a break and she goes to like the drink machine like the cool vending machines that japan has and um water cooler talk time basically yes and she she sees a guy named simmy um this is a simmy not semi Simi. She's like, how's that local sports team going? Well, no, like she's trying to how's the weather? And he's like chatting and saying, like, you know, I'm I'm interested to see like if there's any candidates here. And you know, it's it's not sure. And she sees he's like talking to a guy and she says he's dressed like very traditionally and 
um, that she thinks that that's strange. And um, when she turns around with her drink, uh, like she sees the two sitting there and then the old man just disappears. And she freaks out and like drops her drink and he's like, what? You okay? Everything all right? Wink, wink. <laughs> Um, and so you find out that he was basically testing to see, like, can she actually see these things? And if she can, then we're going to try and recruit her because Simi is part of a special government agency. Um, it's the occult, occult bureau. Um, and he is part of division six. He is one of the leaders of division six and they are commonly known as something you said earlier. Hang on. I got it. I got it. I can go back and read that bolded word. Do it. The Ayakashi Take two. <laughs> Ayakashi Mori. Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's it's a very hush hush secret agency. Um, they go to uh, an alternate world that has been built for these these non humans. It's uh, called Sakuratani, and she essentially like manages the lives of the Ayakashi. Um, and so that's her her new job, and she gets put under the uh, the semi squad, <laughs> uh, which gonna go convoy in our eighteen wheelers, <laughs> which which uh, consists of Shino, Simi, and Yakimo, and Yakimo is a very um, anxious man who has a giant crush on, um, she's a Nekomata. She's a little kitty cat girl. Her name is Kinka. And I mean, she's cute, so I don't blame him. I'd probably have, a, I was like, why can't I date her? I want to date her. <laughs> but you can't, cause you, you gotta be a bro. Like Yakima was really into her and you can't, you can't like sweep in and take his gal. That would be mean. Very mean. Um, you know, bro code. Exactly. It exists in Division Six and the Simi Squad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the the gameplay, for the most part, like to get your routes figured out, um, operates in two different ways. Um, one is that you can go to the different divisions and like talk to folks in the the areas to see like what's going on, what's who they are, what they're about. Um, and the other is that there's like battles that's essentially like, um, press the buttons in the right order and you win type thing. Mm -hmm. Um, worth mentioning that you do the battles with Koya, who is, um, the, the page of the main character and he looks like a weird little gremlin and I love him to death. Got a flat face. He's a little Maxwell. Yeah. Little Maxwell type. Um, but he's a little salty critter and never wants to to be around anybody except for the main character. And um like the only time that she's allowed to pet him is when she's feeling really sad. <laughs> but most of the time he's invisible. Yeah, as you do. Um so like I said, most of the datables are like the the heads of the different areas um, in Sakuratani. So the one exception for that 
is that the um, Maka, Makatushi, Makatushi Shire, um, anyway, that's like where the Oni live. And his name is Hajun, but Hajun is actually um, Nobunaga, like the historic <laughs> Nobunaga. Oh boy. Um, that became an Oni after like one of the incidents with Nobunaga. And now he's just like a little gremlin who like collects a bunch of stuff and like drinks sake and fights. Um, and at one point, does some really funny stuff um but he's also terrible at being a leader so um he his second in command is akuro and akuro is um the oni that you can date um he's interesting we'll talk about him um then you have shiatsuki yes um yes he is the shire for um Oh God, it's the Kitsune one, but I forget the name of it. Anyway, um, he is obviously Kitsune. Um, he's a little, little nine-tailed fox. Um, it's hard to pick up on in English. Um, so like the translation did its best, but um, he flops a lot between like speaking super, super, super um, like old style and trying to switch into like more modern speaking mm-hmm. he tries very hard but he's also super into fashion extremely into fashion i mean he's got that pop collar so ever since i can't remember he's and been popping his belts. collar multiple belts and his shirt has the one button everything else is just open i'm like bro what are you doing this is tetsuya namura <laughs> i mean we're probably would design that honestly um which I guess that's one thing that's worth mentioning is that the art is all done by the same person who did uh, Bad Apple Wars. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Hira, and he is a Tengu, which I always think of the ones in like Shimagami Tensei and Persona when when I think of that. So he doesn't look anything like that, and he apparently doesn't look anything like the the myth version of it. But they're also like, we gotta make him pretty, so <laughs> let's do that. Um, he is, and they, they blatantly, uh, they blatantly spell it out in there and you can hear them use the phrase, um, he's a hikikomori. Yes. Um, he, he just never wants to leave his house, which like, same, <laughs> bruh, same. He also has your birthday. He does. He's your birthday. Yeah, it's um, actually me. I'm also 2,500 years old. Nice. Are you also 180 centimeters? Uh, I mean, how tall is that? I don't know. That's I'm going to look it up. Look it up. Feats. So he is he is technically the leader. No. No. I'm well. He's probably about my height. Okay. He's like, I don't know. The way this thing is, it's weird. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, like. Here, can do a better conversion. So he's about like 5'11". So he's a little bit under me. A little bit. A little bit. Little bit. I mean, if he wanted to be your boy. Your boy. He would need to be a hundred, like about 183. So close. 
I think. But I mean, hey, maybe if I'm also 2,500 years old, I might might just start shrinking a bit. You know, every thousand years. It's true. Um, I think I'm like 149 or 150, something like that. Well, that's because you're small. Yes. You're tiny, tiny. It's hard to hear you from down there. <laughs> Rude. Um. <laughs> so because because of his status of um, Hikigomori, he he never wants to do anything. He has a second in command named Takao. Takao, I think is yes. Amatsuna is the name of the one he's in charge of. Um, and he basically takes care of everything and is extremely competent. Um, that's really all I can say about it. He's extremely competent. Um, oh, Kiku, Kikutsune is the, is the one that the other dude's in charge of. Um, and then you have Shu. Who just wants to take his pants off? He, his outfit's terrible. I brought this up to you before we started recording, but like every time he was on screen, I'm like, boy, who dressed you? They did you dirty. Because <laughs> he just looks like he's taking his pants off. It's it's very strange. Like his butt is like halfway out. Right? In this image. Not that, not that you could see, but like just the way he is positioned. Right, right. Like Batman, he's going to have some crack showing. Yikes. He's well on his way to becoming a plumber. He might already be a plumber. You never know. Um, He's old, so he could have already done that at some point. Um, So Shu is in charge of the unofficial um, group that's the Misuchi. Um, He's a snick. 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 Um, And he is... He's... Um, a snake. Yes. Uh, and his second in command is Orochi, and he's 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 a dude. He looks like he's about to square up. <laughs> right? I asked you once, like, what is uh, what he was doing with his hands, and <laughs> you said he was about to square up. Um. So those are like the leaders and their second of commands. I forgot to mention that uh, Coco is the second of command of the the, the Kitsune one, K- Kikutsune. Um, he is also the one who dresses uh, Shotsubuki. So honestly, he is the one to blame for that monstrosity of an outfit. Um, but I guess at least just fashion. At least his ass is covered. True. So. We got that going for him. He's he's doing better than some. Um there are there are some other characters that are like important to a lot of this. Um Tokiwa is is the big boss. They exist. Well they're they're important. <laughs> they are important. Tokiwa is, is your big boss. He's in charge of the whole division six. You are he about to get. He does not look like he's forty three. He does not look like he's forty three, and they mentioned that several times that it like is questionable how old he is, and just looks like a white haired anime boy. He does. You just see him in the game. He looks even younger. It's wild. You are cruising for a bruising, son. Do you want to get sprayed? Al is gonna beat me up on this podcast. <laughs> not you. She's hey. like, I can't. You're trying to leave. I can't have that. You're getting beat up. <laughs> Don't leave me. <laughs> I'm out of here. No. Stay. Um, I already mentioned Yakimo. He's your he's your other teammate. 
Um, you have the younger Simi. He works for the, the the first division. Wow, what a scrub. What a betrayer. <laughs> well, that's a big part of um, Elder Simi's story is he's trying to get him to join the Simi squad. And he's like, no, I will not do that. <laughs> I want my own Simi squad. <laughs> well, he has his reasons. Yeah, I bet he does because he's a coward. Exactly. Um, Shuten and Ibaragi are the Oni that... Um, are really into fighting games for one. Cool. They, they really like fighting games. Um, they also like this game's version of Pokemon Go. Um, but the problem is that Shuten keeps breaking his phone. So they keep having to come and bring him a new one. Um, they... Gonna have to get him an old person phone. They're basically like otaku in the sense that like, they also talk about how much they like shoujo manga, which is great. Um, so I don't know, like, who's bringing them stuff in the real world and who's choosing what they get, but they're like, this is what you guys like. And they're like, yes, this is what we like. Um, so, like, these dudes get shoujo manga and fighting games and phones and stuff like that. Meanwhile, Akuro is getting, like, cat figures. He's real stoked about it. Um, Tamamo, uh, is another nine-tailed fox, and she, um runs a a store like a general goods store and she's cool as hell and she has tiggle bitties like really biggins um cannot tell in the in the art you you can kind, in the, in kind the front of. art you can side art it's just like mm. you can see that there's a little hint of them there but Hint of the booba. Hint of the booba. You are seriously cruising for the bruising. Dude. Me. It's me. Um, and then I think I mentioned Kinka, but Kinka is, is the, the Nekamata, and she's adorable, and I love her to pieces. Um, she also hangs out in the store a lot. Someone so, doesn't want you to talk about Atome. Uh, that would be Mr. Game Boy. Yes. Who has gotten onto the vinyl records has knocked down the aluminum bullets on the vinyl records, who just decided he was going to climb on the Vita games <laughs> and is now on the workout machine. So, Man's a menace. Yes, he is. He is a menace. Hey, kill Donald Duck. Don't don't get on things that you shouldn't be on. Poor Donald Duck. I know. What did he ever do to you? Didn't heal me. Yeah, he's not supposed to. He's gonna. He's got to cast the all the, the, the good magic. Is that a flare? Yeah, he's a he's an offensive magic caster, not a defensive magic caster. Come on, mm. learn the lore. Mm. Learn the Kingdom Hearts lore. You know what? I I only have so much life to live. Uh, you don't you don't want a two thousand page tome of Kingdom Hearts lore? No, no, I really don't. <laughs> I can guarantee it's bad. Anyway, um, so the. The order that I did this in, um, I dated um, Shiritsuki, Shiritsuki first. Um, he he's our her, our fox pal, and essentially the gist of his story, and his is not super dramatic, honestly, um, is that you're assigned to his his group for the big event, and so you're trying to work with him to make sure that everything goes right in his area. 
And she's warned several times by people in the six, like he, he's, he's kind of flaky. Like he'll tell you that he's interested in working with you and then he'll just won't show up. And you know, that's, it's kind of a pain in the butt, but you know, you just got to deal with it. And, um, she, know, being, you know, an Atome protagonist is like, well, I can make that. I can change that. That's not going to happen. I can fix him. I can fix him. Um, and he's been joking like the whole time in the like general story um that she should make him um her shigigami and she's like yeah no i'm good bro like and i don't i don't need that and he's like mm, but what if and so her solution to everybody saying like oh you know he's not gonna help you is she's like well what if we'd sign a temporary contract during this event that you are my shikigami he's like what you actually want to take me up on that i, I mean i was kidding but like sure it's a joke basically that's that's how it goes down he's just like it is joke but sure um so he signs on as the shikigami temporarily um and the the rules basically are like he can leave at any time um that they can mutually break the contract or one can break the contract that it doesn't doesn't super duper matter um that he will protect her that she can use his powers if necessary which he's a nine-tailed fox that's pretty impressive to be able to use his powers yeah plus Um, naruto i understand oh yeah 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 yeah. that's true (laughs) it's true you know what's up exactly um so we're we're trying to figure out our our fashion show here with with him the problem is that there are some some little kiddo um kitsune who are upset about this and um they're mad that she's like taking time away from him and so they end up interpreting it as she forced him to be her shikigami and that he doesn't want to be a part of this so they are going around like starting rumors about how she like forced him and is a bad person and all that. And um, at one point, like is confronted by another one of the um, Ayakashi Moris. And it's like, hey, um, you can't force them to do that. You know, that's a bad thing. So I'm going to fight you and I'm going to make him my Shikigami. She's like, wait, aren't you, are you forcing him if you're going to do that? He's like, no, it's different. Um, if I say it's different, it's different. It's different. And she's like ready to like square up and fight this guy. And um, Shirosuke shows up and he's like, um, no, he's a good dude. You, you shouldn't fight him. He's like, he's literally trying to force you. No, no, that's not what's happening. So the story is that I was, I was, she got me for an old man at one point. And um, I was very dedicated to him. And he ended up getting like murdered brutally. And people have been like trying to force me to be a Shikigami like and abuse my powers. And I've been refusing to do that. So like I use it as a joke, but I don't actually mean that. And so this guy over here, this the stand up fellow you're trying to fight is trying to protect me from being forced into being a Shikigami. But you did not force me. It's fine. 
Um, so like that's cleared up super quick. <laughs> and the the little little kiddo is like, I'm sorry, I did not realize that that was the case. I feel really bad now. Um, and ends up being like in in the like romance version of it. And he's like, oh yes, but. I've also made you a bracelet made out of some of my, my tail hair that Gross. I know, right? Keep on that. <laughs> I mean, it depends on where on the tail, but like, yeah, don't get it by the butt. Get some like down the tail hair. Anyway, he like threaded her together a bracelet that's like infused with his power. And that's his way of like announcing his love for her. So, like, like I said, solved pretty easily. It's not that big of an issue. Like, ah, yes, if we had actually talked, then it's all all solved. And like, they literally just do that. They just talk and fix wow. it. Amazing. Could imagine right? communicating would have been something good, right? Like, they could have dragged that out for chapters, and they literally just were like, "Nah, we're gonna we're gonna solve this in one scene." It's like, all right, I'm into this. I'm into this. I like it. Easy peasy. Easy peasy. There's a part where you get to cuddle with him in his little, like, fox bed. It's pretty cute. Um, he also, um, like, writes weird little sayings for you with his tail and gets in trouble. Because um, uh, Coco's always like, yeah, I don't want to have to wash your tail, dude. Like, it's gross. Stop writing with it. Write with your hands. He's like, oh, but I don't like writing with my hands. I like writing with my tail. I want to keep writing things. Blah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Uh, but, yeah, it was pretty simple route. Nothing really dramatic or terrible. He's cute. I liked him a lot. You get to hang out um, with, with uh, Tomo and Kinka a lot in this one, which I like. And on Coco too, but you don't see Coco as much. It's also implied that Coco has a crush on you. And that's implied in like every route. But he's not dateable, so poor dude. No. Ripperoni. <laughs> um I like the epilogue of this part where he becomes a mysterious fox and helps some weird teenagers solve a mystery and goes, Yep, yep. What? Yep. Yep. Yeah. What? Mysterious Fox. What am I missing? You're you've lost it. No, what what am what am I missing? He's a mysterious fox. He goes into the TV to help you out. Oh! Oh! Wow. We're gonna all right, we're we're shutting this podcast down. <laughs> At least I had a nine tailed fox. Well yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while. He's hiding he's hiding some of them tails. <laughs> That's fair. I mean like Gotta hide the power. Shrats Gotta hide those tail writing power. Shrotsky and um uh, and Tomo also hide eight of their tails, so that's fair. Yep. It sorry, it's been a day. But yes, that would be a cool little Is is uh is Sakuratani related to uh Why am I blanking right now? 
What's the name of that other world? Oh, it's been a day. <laughs> it's been a day. Anyway, um, maybe I should just move on because I'm I'm stupid. Um, Hira. Yes. Um, Me. Yes, you. It's you. Um, How's it going? He's a very cool caller. He's a very sleepy man. I'm wearing two shirts. <laughs> is he wearing two shirts? Well, I'll be sure is. I got a braid in my hair. I do like the braid. It's a nice little touch. I haven't um, washed my hair in like 20, 100 years. How do you know that? I, you know, it's me. Oh, okay. Okay. Can't be bothered. Um. So, Hira is, he doesn't like people. He doesn't like leaving. He basically like leaves everything uh, to uh, Takao in terms of like running everything. Um, he basically just like, stays in his room and drinks sake and sleeps a lot. Which my sake sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I can't complain with that. Yeah. Um and so everybody like when she's assigned to um to his area in this route, everybody's like, <laughs> good luck with that. You know, he, he's not gonna help you. And uh so again, um uh, Shino being an Atome protagonist is like I could fix him. I'm just going to go talk to him every single day. And eventually he'll open up to me. And so she goes every single day and tries to have a conversation. And he's like, why do you keep showing up? Why are you here? I don't want to talk to you. Leave me alone. I'm trying to sleep. I'm trying to sleep. If you have anything about this event, go talk to my assistant. You don't need me. I'm not going to go anyway. Um... But she keeps trying every single day, and eventually she sets up, like, a, a little, like, question box thing of, like, what would you like to see at this event? And people in his area can just submit that, like, submit their suggestions. Um, the problem is that they write in, like, a very old Japanese style, and she can't read it. And um, so she's, like, looking at it, trying to figure it out, and he's like, you dumbass can't read that, can you? And she's like, no, no, I really can't. He's like, you didn't think this through at all. How how do you think you were going to read these if you can't read that? Here, let me just translate this for you. Here's a little cheat sheet. Have fun. I'm going to my room. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to bed. Um. So she like sits in his living room and is trying to use his little cheat sheet and translate things and ends up falling asleep. And he comes back and he's like, you're still here? You dumb human. You're just on the couch. You're going to get cold. Let me just cuddle up to you <laughs> and fall asleep. Um, and, you know, nothing nothing weird about that. No, of course not. Just I, He just wanted to go to sleep again. I, I mean, to be fair, I, I don't blame him. It was his daily sleep in the couch time. She was just in the way. Yeah, exactly. Um, so he's like, yeah, you know, I'm just trying to make sure that she isn't cold or anything. Not that I really have body heat because I'm not a human. Body. But it's fine. It's fine. There's nothing going on here. Um, so she she keeps, you know, busting in and breaking down the walls and all that fun stuff. 
And um, she keeps telling him like, hey, you're really, really good at drinking, right? You should go do the drinking contest for the event. That would be cool. You could get a, a, a prize. He's like, why would I do that? Why, why, would, I, why would I do that? that that's stupid. She's like, but it'd be fun. You should do that. Um, meanwhile, uh, here's the one drama-y part of this. Um, there is a son of one of the leaders of one of the other divisions of the government that's like, hey, I want to go visit this this event. And I forget the specific like beings he wants to go see, but they're they're part of Hira's division. And essentially, like, Hira freaks out because he says that humans like to, like, murder those and harvest their flesh because there's some kind of rumor that it, like, grants you eternal life. And he's like, yeah, that's but, like, humans keep doing it. Um, so, like, I really don't want a human around them. Um, but they're going to do, like, a, a dance routine. And so she's like, no, no, you know, I'll keep an eye on him. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Like, he, he, he's, he's not going to touch him. She, like, goes and warns them beforehand, like, hey, there's going to be a person here. Just want to make sure you're okay with that. They're all like, yeah, 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 it'll be all right. Um, throughout all this, um, Hira is also, like, real mad because he needs a new fan. And he... he um. Kakao keeps, like, keeping the pieces he needs to make his fan out of his reach in the store. Like, has um, Tama, like, put them in the back. Um, or just say that she didn't get a shipment or whatever. So that he keep he'll have to keep going out to the store and get out of the house for a bit. Wow. I know. Uh, he's like, I just need a new fan. Come on. <laughs> that's, um, when you learn to, that's when you have to learn about online ordering. I know, I know. Uh, and that's something that, like, the the um, Akashimori can actually, like, give you a catalog, and then these people can, like, order whatever they want, and then they just bring you a big delivery. Um, but anyway, he he eventually gets the, the pieces to make his fan as a gift from... Uh, from Shino, which was very nice of her. So he's like very proudly building his fan um, while all these events are happening. So um, the the big event is going on and um, Shino brings the, the human man to the area and is like, I'm gonna introduce you to to the 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 Tingu over here and you know they're really really intelligent and they're nice and um the the human guy like talks to Hira for a second is like you're saying this one's the intelligent one like it's kind of dumb Hira's like you dude I hate you um I don't know what I'm feeling right now but I don't like that you're like standing next to her or talking to her that bothers me I don't know why I'm also super drunk because I just got back from the drinking contest and won. <laughs> Shino, here's a bunch of sweets because I won a bunch of sweets as they were the reward for winning the drinking contest. She's like, oh, where'd you get all these? He's like, you set up the rewards. You you put this together. Here are the sweets. <laughs> so he just like stuffs them in her bag. <laughs> Here. 
Here. It's not like I like you or anything, Baka. Um, he also, like, before the event, gives her, like, this, this bracelet that has bells on it and says, um, you know, if, if anything ever goes wrong, just, like, shake your wrist, make the bells go off. I can hear it. I'll be right there. I'll, I'll protect you. Um, but don't abuse it because I won't come if you start abusing this. <laughs> and she does do it once and he's like, I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> um, and so anyway, you probably know where this is going. Um, the, the big dance scene happens and human man is like, bravo, bravo. I just want to get closer to them. Can I go down closer to them? And um, she was like, oh, I probably shouldn't get closer to him. And the guy's like, okay, but what if I get closer to them and also have a knife? Oh, no. He's going to try and harvest their flesh for eternal life. Um, so Shino is like fighting him and using Koya, the little Maxwell dude, to like hold him off. And um, dude gets Erica's like, hey, you're hindering me from getting this flesh. So what if I just hold a knife to you instead? Ends up like cutting her. And she panics and like shakes her arm. And the bell goes off, obviously. Hira shows up with his new fan. <laughs> and just like obliterates this dude like nearly to death. <laughs> um, and because he is like the son of a big leader um they're like yeah so he's dangerous um we should seal him he tried to murder somebody that's bad here's like i don't care seal me whatever um you know that dude was bad i was doing what i wanted to do would i have killed him yeah totally would have don't even care um so instead of like just letting them seal him um everybody works together in the in the semi squad and um find proof that like the the son and um the the leader of the other group like they were running a like ring of like harvesting body parts from the like mythical critters that live in this world um and selling them on like the black market gross yeah so um because of that they're kind of like oh well he's he's a bad guy here uh you're you're off the hook for trying to murder him it's fine uh he's like cool i guess i want to go sleep <laughs> um but yeah he ends up like telling her like how freaked out he was about um the whole thing was worried about her uh her safety and how he actually cares about her and um that the problem with him is that way back in the day since he is very old um he got very attached to um some humans that lived on a mountain where he was living at the time i guess and that he realized like humans die and he was like naming them and very attached and 
got very sad when they died. And so he's like, I'm not going to get attached to humans anymore. Like they die on you. This sucks. Um, so this whole time he's been like struggling with that. And, um, his assistant at one point is like, well, what if you just turn into like a, um, Ayakashi, like, would, would you be willing to do this? She's like, no, but I still want to be with him. So, um, there's no real solution to that problem other than the fact that he realizes like, I, I still want to like, I don't hate humans. Like the whole timeline thing of this sucks, but like, maybe we'll figure something out down the line. Yay. Yay. So I'm sure that, you know, when Chino dies in 80 years, that he's probably going to, like, go back to hating humans again because he gets attached to them. Be sad. But anyway, he was adorable, and I really liked him. Um, he wasn't, like, actually Sundari. He had, like, moments where he's just like, oh, my God, please leave. But, like, he was very endearing and also relatable as because there's so many times that the, the guy's like, yeah, you need to go to this event. He's like, no. No, I really don't want to do that. I don't want to be around people. I just want to sleep. I'm like, yo. Let me sleep. Yo. This dude knows what's up. Um, but yeah, I liked him a lot. Um, he also has some really cool, like, transformed uh, art when he transforms into the, the Tingo guy. Anyway. Um, then I went to the Akuro route. He's the Oni. He is the second in command to the Nobunaga guy. Um, which, uh, oh shoot. What's, what's the, what's the, why am I blanking on? Okay. I got it. Um, so Hajun Nobunaga really likes to go to the real world because he he likes to go to the shops and buy like board games and video games and stuff like that. Manga. Um, and so he applies for passes pretty often to like go to the real world. And um, it's mentioned several times that like Akiro never goes. He, he never goes to the real world ever. Um, but the, the two other dudes, the, the Shuten and Ibaragi are like, yes, let's go. Um, so they all have a drinking contest to see like who can drink the most, whoever can drink the most gets to go, um, with Hajun to, to the, to the real world on their little shopping trip. Um, the thing about the shopping trips is that like nobody in the real world can actually see these guys. Um, so they have to go in pairs. So Yakimo and Shino will go together so they could talk to each other. So it doesn't look like they're just talking to themselves when they're like talking to the, the like mythical beings because mm -hmm. nobody can see them. Um, at one point, Akiro gets separated from everybody else. Hajun decides that he's going to be a troll Oh no. Um, because he finds uh, Nobunaga's ambition, the video game. <laughs> and he's like, ah, yes, this is about me. And um, <laughs> there are two guys nearby 
And uh, he just picks up the game case and starts being like, hello, it is me, Nobunaga. This is my game. Aren't I amazing? You should totally serve me. And the guys are like, that game case is one, floating, and two, talking. This is terrifying. <laughs> um, so, so I'm just imagining like Nobunaga's ambition just floating around like, wobbling back and forth talking about like how he's gonna conquer the dang world and stuff <laughs> um so these guys like went to the police and um had to have like a psychiatric evaluation and also get tested for like drugs and alcohol and they passed everything um and so the younger simi shows up this is um tokitaka who has his eyes open, by the way, because because mm-hmm. of the older Simi, your boss, um, never opens his eyes, which he's very sleepy. Man, the whole time I was playing this game, I was like, I cannot wait. You can confirm this too. I was like, yes, I can't, I, can. I, I can't wait to get to his route because I want to know what like crazy happens that's gonna make him open his eyes. Because because that's that's the general trope of these games is that like you know the the character who has their eyes closed throughout the game, and then when they open, it's like, oh, something's happening here. Yep. Yep. Um, so Tokitaka shows up and, um, it's like, Hey, so, um, after y'all's visit, they found a dead body. Uh, they're kind of worried that it was the Oni. Yikes. Um, so they're, they're trying to figure out like who, who would have been able to do this? This is a weird thing to happen. Also worth mentioning that um, Shino had said at one point to Akro, like, hey, it'd be real cool if you come to, oh my God, your face is entirely drenched. <laughs> uh, <if> you- <laughs> Hello, Maxwell. Hello, Maxwell. Um, it'd be really cool if you came to visit the real world. And he's like, oh, I have no interest in that, but um, time to win this drinking contest and go along with you. Um. So they, they're saying that, like, there's this type of Oni that is, like, known for murdering humans. And they think that either Nobunaga or Akuro were, like, triggered uh, an Oni to, like, murder that person that, that had the dead body just found, you know. Um, Shino, being an Otome protagonist, is like, No! That can't be right. I'll prove this wrong. Um, with a little help from my friend Tokitaka, the younger Simi, who is very suspicious. He's like, I don't know that that's a good explanation. It sounds more like a ghost to me. And um, <laughs> which I love that, like, hmm, could be an Oni or could be a ghost. <laughs> um, so she learns more about the like type of oni that that murder humans 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 and she's like man that's super scary i don't like that idea and he's like oh you don't huh okay um so she she goes through documentation at one point and finds out like oh okay well um shuten and Ibaragi are listed as that type of oni oops um and she finds out like there's some politics to people being named that like if they do anything that goes against humans they get listed as that 
Um, so she has to go through a whole thing with Akira, like, oh, you know, I said that they were scary, but I, I didn't really realize that, like, friends that I had are that. Sorry. Um, so anyway, uh, fast forward to the climax of this. Um, because mm-hmm. these stories all go pretty fast, relatively. I think I still put like 60 hours in this game. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, once again, there is a, a higher up, a, a big honcho, head honcho of a different division who's like, ah, yes. Um, so we have, we have a suspect in mind and we believe it is Akaru. Because you see, he is one of these Oni that like to attack humans. And she's like, wait, what? No, he's not. He's not listening to the paperwork, is that? And um, Dagiwa, the, the boss, is like, so he is. I just scrubbed that from his paperwork. Yeah. Um, so they, they kind of are like, um, where is Akaro now? We should probably go check on him. And um, they 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 go, and things are going very badly um, because the uh, the the other dude squad has been basically just like with Akiro, and he turns into big scary Oni man, and is like trying to straight up murder 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 people, <laughs> um, which um, so Simi. Your boss, Simi, um, and Akuro are like best friends and drinking buddies, which is adorable and I love it. Um, so this whole time that like Akuro's transformed, Simi's like, bro, what are you doing? Like, this is stupid. Like, come at me, boo. Boo? Bruh. Boo. <laughs> come at me, bro. Um, and this is the first time that we get to see Simi's eyes open. Because Akaro like goes completely mad and is like trying to like kill Shino. And Sebi's like, nah, nah, that's 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 my squad member. You obviously have feelings for her. We've discussed this. You gotta stop. Um, so he he opens his eyes and starts like throwing like pretty brutal spells at him, even though like Akaro mentions later, like, yeah, he he was holding back and she was like, that was him holding back. Oh, my God. Um, but yeah, I was like, yes, the eyes are open. Um, that was pretty cool. But Shino ends up, like, protecting him at one point, And he, he snaps out of his Oni rage. And she takes him to a little, like, field nearby. I think it's a snow field she takes to. It's like, so I'm not scared of you. But that was bad. And you shouldn't do it again. And um, so they decided as a group because um, this other leader man is like, well, he attacked humans, so we got to seal him. Sorry, not sorry. Um, so Shino and Togiwa and Simi and Yakimo and little Simi, Tokitaka, all do an investigation and realize like, Oh no, this leader man from the other squad um, was 
approached by somebody and I forget who it was, but he was approached by someone who said like, there is a vengeful ghost that is trying to get me and I am scared. <laughs> and the guy's like, no, nah, that can't be right. It's a vengeful video game. It's like that. <laughs> vengeful monogamous ambition. Um, and he's like, no, nah, no, nah, that can't be right. There's no vengeful ghost after you. Um, and then that was the guy that was found dead. And so they realize and are able to prove it that um, what actually happened was this other guy was told about the vengeful ghost, didn't do anything, even though that was what he was in charge of. The guy died. And so he's trying to like cover up his own incompetencies by like blaming it on somebody else. Shocker. Yeah. What? That never happens. Um, so Akiro gets protected. He does not get um, sealed unless you do the bad end, in which case she knows the one who seals him and then like goes and talks to his like frozen body every single day and like smooches him like, oh, my God, <laughs> it's pretty messed up. And they're like, yeah, in thousands of years, you'll be all right. And I'm like, oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> it's a little weird. A little weird um but yeah everything's fine now and Haji's like um is it sorry about that I didn't mean to start a whole bunch of stuff by being a troll um I just thought it would be funny I mean it was funny it was really funny <laughs> um so Akiro puts him um basically in timeout and makes him clean his own collection of goodies from now on uh, instead of having him do it. So that's his punishment. And, you know, everything ends all honky-dory and the other guy gets fired and in trouble for, you know, letting a vengeful ghost kill a man. <laughs> and Tokitaka goes back to the first at this point. Yay. Um. Then I did shoes. She was like, "Here's my butt," and then you're Here's like, "All right, butt. cool." Shoes the snake. Um, <laughs> I'm out. He's the unofficial leader of a group. The unofficial, unofficial group. Uh, unofficial leader of the unofficial group. There we go. Unofficial snakes. Unofficial snakes. Um, and he's just basically constantly running around like, "I'm the true leader. I'm the only one that is qualified to be a shire here. I'm the only one. I don't know what these other goofballs are doing." The dude legit acts like a child the whole time. He's a huge baby. Um, but he's like, I'm the leader. I'm the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Shino is trying to like figure out how this group works and they move around all the time. So she has to like find their secret hideouts and get maps and all that fun stuff. Um, she is also like giving reports to Simi about the stuff that she's finding out, which is not going to bite her in the butt ever. Why would that do that? Why would that ever come up and be a problem? Not like these guys are trying to be secretive or anything. Um, but it's fine because they're also using her. <laughs> um, so Shu is basically trying to like take over the entirety of the the Sakuratani 
and be like the overlord. Which, yeah. Um, and you have moments where like he does nice things. Like there's um, these two twins who get like spirited away basically. And once they get brought into Sakuratani, they get separated. The one kid's like, oh, no, I don't know where my brother is. This is the worst thing ever. And she was like, no, no, I'll protect you. We'll find him. It'll be okay. So they go on a little adventure to find his brother who is sleeping. Um, but then they're accused of kidnapping children. So <laughs> um, there's that. Um, so the whole gist of his thing is that since he's trying to be a leader he's also got um his his fella orochi along with him and i knew that orochi was like a weirdo like i knew there was something up with that guy um but he basically explains like okay so Shu is a reincarnation of um oh shoot what's that big being that's in like all the persona games that orochi big snick with like nine heads you know what i'm talking about As i know what you're talking about i do i could not tell you the name um yamata no orochi eight sure eight headed snick snick um, so they're talking about how, like, oh, yes, he's a reincarnation of that. Um, since he is a supreme being and one of the most powerful beings, like, that's why he's the leader. Um, and yeah, stuff goes down because of the whole kidnapping kids thing, which didn't actually happen. Um, she was like, ah, no, they're, they're good people, I promise. And like, good people don't try and take over the world. <laughs> So there's that. Um, so Shu, Shu decides like, okay, well, I'm going to do whatever it takes to be the leader. Um, and so Orochi explains, well, you know, what we could do is fuse and we could become Yamata no Orochi again. And so they start doing that. But then Orochi starts disappearing and she was like, wait, no, 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 no. I don't want this. I don't like this. No, you can't disappear. You come back. Um, he starts being like super powerful being, but then he's he's mad about that. Um, we also find out at one point that like she was actually not the reincarnation of Yamato Narochi. Um, what actually happened is that he was a very curious human who was nearby when <laughs> when Yamato Narochi was murdered by um was it Susan Susano? Um, and he just kind of like got pulled into the spirit, <laughs> and then like they split and then came back together. And anyway, um, basically Shu and Orochi will make Yamato no Orochi at this point, but he was not originally part of that. He was just a person. So he's like, oh, I'm people. That's less cool. I guess I'm not meant to be the leader. So, um, his route was the least interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, 
as you can probably tell by me fast tracking that very quickly. Yeah. Um, he's just a baby the whole time. Like he's the least likable. I like everybody in this game for the most part. He's just like somebody I would not be interested in dating because I'm like, you are a child obsessed with power and like looking cool and taking his pants off, taking his pants off. Um, so anyway, like they, they try and like reconcile everything by making them see like, Hey, you, you can't take over the world, but like, you know, take care of your people. We'll, we'll try and like, make sure that everything's fine. This is okay. And also like, Hey, you get the girl, I guess. Woo. Woo. Um, yeah, she was, she was a character. He needs, he needs to pull his pants up or get pants fit. I'm not sure which. Woo. Woo. All right, moving on. Um, Simi. Usually, um, it is not recommended you date your boss. I'm gonna just put that put that out there. Probably not a good idea. Um. But in this case, I was stoked to date the boss. I was waiting this whole time. Like, I want to date him. Because he's great in every single route. Like, he's sassy, and he is adorable, and he's, like, super, super sweet and helpful. I'm like, I like you. Let me just date you. Um, But everything I saw online was like, leave him for last. So I did. Um, So anyway... Um, Simi, as you're aware, um, is, is a leader of a squad named the Simi squad. Um, turns out he is like an exceptionally talented fella, um, who comes from a longstanding important family in terms of like the sixth and the occult part of the government. Um, and they kind of been running the show forever. Um, the problem is that... At one point, there was some kind of jealousy type thing that happened, which that never happens. Um, and the the family line that was in charge of creating Sakuratani and like being the first family of Sakuratani, um, the Simi family got jealous of that power and just straight up slaughtered them. So that sucks. And Simi's like, yeah, um that part of our family history is kind of terrible. Uh, um, yeah. And so the thing about this route is that a lot of it is that Tokitaka is temporarily moved over to the semi squad, um, to help out. But the whole time he's just adamant, like, I can't, do, I can't be a part of this squad. I can't do it. So he's like, but what if you join my squad? What if you join? Question mark, question mark. I like you, my little brother. Please join. You are very talented. Please join us, brother. Like, they, they get along super well. They have, like, a, a really good relationship. But he just is refusing, like, I will not be part of your squad. And Simi keeps saying, like, can you, like, get close to my brother and figure out, like, why the heck he won't join? Because he won't tell me. And I'm like, oh, man, he's going to, like, set up something terrible here trying to get me close to his brother but um none of that happens there's none of that weird drama i was very happy about that um but the weird drama is that um tokitaka apparently found out that there was um 
like a hidden basement cellar type thing um, in, in the Simi house and went and investigated, snuck in and like found out all about the history of their family. And he's like, this sucks. Um, and I feel really terrible about it. And so I feel really uncomfortable being a part of that, that squad because like we're a big reason why Sakuratani is unstable. Because by the way, Sakuratani is unstable. Um, because they don't know how to do the ceremony to like restore it. So it's kind of starting to like fall apart. Um, and Simi, Simi, the younger feels responsible for that. Cause his family is the one who, you know, murdered a line of family that could have saved it because power. Um, so Tokitaka feels bad and it's like, yeah, I just can't do it. Um, and at one point, he's having a conversation with Shino and um, the older Simi, your boss, shows up and like some of this like kind of leaks out. And he's like, that's your reason? I knew all that. Like, you think you're the first one to sneak into that basement? Like, no, man, I did that way before you. That's how I knew all this. That's why I've been doing this research. <laughs> and he's like, oh, oh, I thought you didn't know. He's like, no, man, like. Of course I was going to sneak in there. You got like a big creepy basement with documents. Why wouldn't I? You did the same thing. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad we talked about this because I was feeling bad. <laughs> Once again, communication works out. But I just love that older Simi's like, bro, you think you're the only one that did that? No, no, I did that too. I did that a long time ago. <laughs> um. So he's been like trying to research how to how to restore Sakuratani and basically like making himself a crazy person doing it. Um, obviously, you end up falling in love, and it's great. He's adorable, and I love him to pieces. Um, his little sass machine. Uh, and this this route basically ties into like the final route. Um, which, wow, surprise, who could have seen this coming? Shino is actually part of the line that was not actually all slaughtered. Woo! Whoa. Who could have seen that coming? Not you. Mm -mm, not me. Um, Big surprise. So it is discovered that Shino is part of the line that there was like some kind of branch that was like hidden and, um, obviously did not get get the murder hammer and Dang. so so she's part of that and she's like well you know how come not everybody in my family had the spiritual powers like yeah it's been a while like people that kind of blood diluted a bit you know um but like obviously you're talented so cool i guess um so they're trying to figure out like how do we how do we stabilize sakuratani um because this is this has got to happen. Some of the same stuff that happens in Shu's route happens in the final route, and that Shu is like, "Aha! It's time for me to take over. Sakuratani is unstable, so I'm going to start riots." Yay! Um, I love riots. Yay! So he does that. <laughs> Everybody's like trying to get it all under under control, and this is great because you get to see like all the all the dudes all in their like big fancy transform modes which is why i was saying the heroes like tango form is just like amazingly beautiful 
Actually, uh, Shiosuke's is also very, very lovely. But um, they're like transforming and taking care of their their areas. Like, bruh, you're baby level. We got this. Um, Shu obviously wants to pull his like, but I'm Marochi, so we're going to fuse and turn into this. And um, Shino decides at one point like, so I've got this blood in me, and I've got this talisman for my grandma. Usually, and, do have blood in you. It's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. She's like, I, I want to try and see if I can do this, uh, this ceremony. And Simi's like, You have no idea what you're doing. How would you? How would you even begin to do this ceremony? You realize that if things happen, like this will backfire greatly on you, right? Because um, you find out that there was, um, uh blanking on the name of the, the group the bolded word uh, hang on let me click story again I got story again help me hang on the Ayakashimori yes um, there is an Ayakashimori from the general area the, the group who does paperwork that can't actually like come down and do the things um, he's been collaborating with Shu and like trying to overthrow the semi squad because he's he's real jealous of semi for being like a youngin who runs his own squad. Um so he had his Shikigami, who is a kitsune, uh turn into like the boss man and read through all the documentation, find out that Shino was um a descendant and has been like trying to straight up murder her like multiple times. Seems bad. And it's pretty bad. Um, and so he gets caught and you find out at one point that like he was trying to curse her. Um, but because he didn't know what he was doing, he was not good at it. Like the curse bounced back and hit him. So that's why he's been like super sick this whole time. <laughs> yeah, right? Simi's like, you saw what happened to that guy. Like if you don't know what you're doing, you're, you can really, really mess yourself up. And she's like, still gonna try though. Yolo. Yep. <laughs> um, so Shino and uh, Tokiwa, your, your big boss, go down there and they're like, so what do we do? He, I don't know. I thought you might have an idea. Um, so she just basically is like, crap, somebody help me. And like big white light comes and circles her. And well, look at the, the Koya, the little smush face cat. He's not a smush face cat anymore. Now he's a big white tiger. Um, he's like a big important part of, of the, the Sakuratani and part of the, I guess he's in, he's part of the whole like first line, blah, blah. Um, anyway, she basically like, makes a pact with like the mystical being that holds Sakuratani together. I don't know what it actually is, but anyway, she's like, so um, up until this point, the only one who could like do a ceremony with you is somebody in my bloodline. And they're like, yeah, yeah, that is, that is true. She's like, what if me being of this bloodline, I request of you that it could be anybody from this group that can do a pact with you. And they're like, hmm, interesting. Never thought of it that way before, but you make a convincing case. Sure. 
Um, so, <laughs> so it doesn't really matter if this bloodline is here or not. Like now anybody can come and do the ceremony and keep Sakuratane stable and she saved the world. Yay. Oh. Yay. How exciting. Um, also it is brought up at one point <clears throat> with Tamamo, the, the big booby lady who runs the store. Um, she mentions in a few routes, like she has a familiar smell to her. Um, Shino does. And it's explained in this route that like, she, she knew the, the first person who made Sakuratani and that like the person wasn't entirely human, but they weren't entirely, um, what I, I, Akashi or whatever. Um, so they were kind of like a hybrid and she's like, yeah, you know, you, you look a lot like him and have the same kind of sense. So like, I knew to begin with that you were part of that bloodline. It's like, why didn't you just say something then, Talmo? You wildin'? Um, Gotta be mysterious. Also, you find out at one point in one of the routes, I don't even remember which route it is, but Talmo and your big boss, um, Tokiwa, like they, they were banging at one point. It's like, get nice. it get it boss man <laughs> you get it um you know kind of proud of him like why are you guys not banging still like what happened there we don't get any backstory we don't know what happened maybe they're still banging they should be they're beautiful together um and i mean like he's what in his 40s and she's like 2000 no 1300 and a year old <laughs> 1301 <laughs> one um so you know you know they, they got plenty of time together to to get their bone on but yeah, so that's essentially how it wraps up. Is that like you're you're part of that final bloodline, and now you've saved it, so Sakuratani will always be stable because anybody can make that pact. And um, Simi keeps his his squad, and you get to be on it all the time. And good because he's adorable, and I would want to be around him all the time. He's a little troll. I love him to pieces. <laughs> he's such a troll. Um, He's like constantly making fun of Yakimo because Yakimo will turn in like his his um reports of going around to the different areas and like anytime he goes um uh, to do a report on um the Kikatsune area, um he's like, I saw Kinka today and she was lovely and I got to say hello to her and she smelled so nice and I, I walked for a little bit with her and we had a nice conversation. He's like, bruh. <laughs> This is not how you do a report. Um, just ask her out already, <laughs> bro. You are down bad. <laughs> like this, this is this is not this this is not work related. None of this is stuff that I need. <laughs> yeah, he's just constantly making fun of Yakimo for it. But Yakimo is actually like I mentioned earlier. He's kind of like an anxious dude. Um, and he he's kind of. Like everybody makes fun of him and teases him for his big crush on Kinka, which that was one thing that was amazing is that like in the big battle at the end, um, Yakima, Yakimo and Kinka are together, like trying to protect you so that you can get through the, the main area to get to the, the spot with the, the big God thing. Um, and Yakimo yells something about like, yeah, I've got to, I've got to protect the one who matters the most to me. And she's like, yeah, yeah. I love Shido too. And he's like, wait, no, no. I meant you. I meant you, Kinka. And she's like, ah, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. We got to protect Shino. <laughs> and, and Shino's like, I don't 
think that his love confession registered with her at all. I'm so sorry, Yakimo. Poor dude. <laughs> but we gotta go, so have fun, kids. But, yeah, it's really funny. She's just like, uh-huh, yeah! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she, she's a Nya person because she's a Nekomata. Little kitty cat girl. But yeah, it was really good. And he's like, yes, you're the one. I was so impressed, though, because I was expecting him to like beat around the bush with it. He's like, no, you're the one that matters the most to me. What are you talking about? And I was like, good on you, Yakimo. Just straight up tell it. That's one thing that I really appreciate with this game is that people just say how they feel. And that doesn't always happen in Atome games. No. And like communication happens in like every single route of like there's minor misunderstandings and then they just break it down pretty quick of like the whole thing with the, the semi brothers. Like that was, that was fixed pretty, pretty fast with the whole, like, yeah, dude, I go down there too. And like the, the, the situation with uh Shiozuki where he's like, yeah, so that guy's not a bad dude. He's trying to protect me. It's fine. Everybody's fine. Like, I really, really appreciate that that is, is happening in this game. It made it a lot less stressful to play. Yeah. Because I was like, all right, everybody actually like talks to each other and says how they're feeling, and that's pretty nice. Imagine that. Imagine that. Um, but yeah, I was expecting Yakimo to like beat around the bush with Kinka, and he's just like, no, straight up saying it, and then she just, boop, straight over her head. Hopefully he uh, he tries again once things have calmed down. Hopefully. Hopefully. I, I'm I'm rooting for you, Yakimo. <laughs> Kink is adorable. You should date her. And also it's bro code. I can't date her, so. Well, no, you can't. Well, it's not also, allowed. Atome won't let me date the ladies anyway, so. That's also true. <laughs> um, so Shino was, uh, you know, a pretty competent person and that was that was good she had some dumb moments occasionally but like what a tome gal doesn't um and simi basically only opens his eyes when he's fighting found that out i mean you, that's that's something good because you obviously need your eyes to see when you're fighting yeah yeah he has very lovely eyes um he still trolls even when he's fighting so you know, good for him, I guess. Um, he remains my favorite. I think if I were going to rank them, it would be Semi, Hira, Shiotsuki, Akaro, Shu. Mm -hmm. I think that would be my order. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a fun game. Um, had very, very pretty art. Uh, had some interesting mechanics. Um, cause to even get the true ending, like you have to do some of the like button press battle things. Right. Like, so you have to basically even out your affection for everybody. Um, but then also do these battles to keep that affection even so you can get the final one. Um, also a neat little feature on this is that it has the flow chart. Yes. Thank you. Love it when games have flow charts. Um, but once you like finish all of the stories, like all the main stories, um, you can go back and there are these little pieces called the bachelor perspectives. 
and you can see some of the major events of the game, but like in the perspective of the dateable. Mm -hmm. And so that's really cool. Like you don't always really get their perspective on like what's going on and what they're thinking. Right. Um, and so each guy gets two. So that's pretty nice. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, it was a fun game. I enjoyed it quite a bit, which was nice coming off of um, Cupid Parasite, which I did not enjoy as much. Um, this one had much less honking noises in it. Oh, I think that makes it worse. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, it was fun. I liked it a lot. Um, I'm glad that you got to experience me like playing it. <laughs> me yelling about how I wanted to see Simmy's eyes open. That is true. A lot. <laughs> well, I think that well, means it's time to rank it. Let's rank it. 24th game on the list. Man, we are. You realize the variable barricade is going to be 25. 25. Very. That's a name. <laughs> that's out like sure two weeks. Uh, well, we got 23 on the list now. This will be 24. Let's figure out where this goes on the list. Okay, let's do it. Al, is it better? I guess it's, it can't be worse. I guess it could be worse. Is it better than the KFC game? I'm going to guess is, yes. It is better than the KFC game. All right, putting it at 24. No! <laughs> is it better than Amnesia? Yes. Better than Hakuoki? Yes. Better than Love Letter from Thief X? Going to give it to you. Yes. <laughs> better than Mr. Love? Yes. Better than Joe Starstruck? Yes. Better than Psychedelica of the Ashen Hawk. Yes. Better than Hatful Boyfriend Holiday Star. Yes. Better than Cupid Paradise. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> better than Cafe Enchante. Yes. Better than Bad Apple Wars. Yes. Better than Period Cube. Yes. Better than Psychedelica of the Black Butterfly. Yes. Better than Color Cross Malice Unlimited. Yes. Top 10. Top 10. Better than Mystic Messenger. Yes. Better than Code Realize Wintertide Miracles. Y yes. <laughs> Got a fluctuation there. <laughs> I, didn't think, I didn't think about mm -hmm. it. Better than Hatuful Boyfriend. This is a struggle. <laughs> I don't I don't know that I can do it over Hat of a Boyfriend. It's All a right. really it's a really good game, but like I don't know, Hat of a Boyfriend's really, really, really good. So slotting it in at number eight. Top ten, man. That's not bad. That's true. Do you need me to write it for you? You got it. No, I said I said to look up and see what it said, <laughs> and then I could sound it out in my head and type it that way. So number eight, Dairoku Agents of Sakuratani, mm -hmm. on the Owl's official ranking of Otome. Sime is a good dude. So there you go, top ten Otome. Top ten Otome, not bad. Not bad. Romance. Romance for the Valentine's Day. Woo. There you go. 
that's going to do it for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. So there you go. If you'd like more from us, head on over to seasonalanimecheckup.com or sac.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like Jared and Now Watch. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. You can follow us on Twitter and TikTok at Anime Checkup. You can buy our books, One Shiny Moment, a critical analysis of Love Life, Sunshine, and Hot Tubs and Pac-Man on Amazon.com. And you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash S-A-C-O-V-A. Buy us a slice of pizza, get access to unedited versions of the podcast early, and a wealth of bonus content as well. Mm-hmm. Next week, like we said at the very beginning, we'll talk about whatever gets announced at the Nintendo Direct. Most likely, unless it's like just a complete bore, then I, I, that's the only reason we wouldn't talk about it. Yeah. But for the most part, we will most likely talk about that next week and then probably something else. Unless the entire conversation gets dominated by that direct. But yeah, we'll that's see. our tentative plan. Yes. 